Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and today let's talk about the biggest story for the Pittsburgh Penguins over the weekend. And no, it wasn't any of the 11 players that Kyle Dubas signed since the opening of free agency. No, it wasn't Riley Smith who Kyle Dubas acquired last week in exchange for a third-round pick. No, it wasn't any of the prospects that were on the ice at UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex at rookie development camp. It was the player that they didn't acquire, at least yet. And that's Eric Carlson. The Penguins are one of four teams rumored to be in talks with the Sharks for the reigning Norris Trophy-winning defenseman Eric Carlson. The Hurricanes and the Penguins as of right now seem to be the favorites. The Maple Leafs and Kraken have also been rumored to be involved. However, the Maple Leafs are currently $8 million over the NHL salary cap following their signing of Max Domi. So it's going to be something interesting early in this week, whether or not the Penguins and the Sharks continue to talk about this, whether the Hurricanes end up being the team to be able to sweep in and take Eric Carlson. But the The part I want to talk about is something that came out from David Pagnota last yesterday evening. Is that Marcus Pedersen could be involved in that. And that leads me, of course I tweeted about it on Twitter, but that leads me to say one thing. The Penguins really have to tread lightly in their pursuit of Eric Carlson. Now, listen. Eric Carlson, 33 years old has four years remaining on his current deal, so it is currently team-controlled deal, but at $11.5 million with a full no-move clause. So he's really going to go wherever he wants to go. It's rumored that he wants to go to a contender. I would say the Carolina Hurricanes and even Toronto Maple Leafs present more of a cup contender than the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. But, also... Sharks don't have to move him. Would they like to move him? Yes, because it's likely that Eric Carlson's stock is never going to be as high as it is right now. He is already 33 years old. He doesn't quite play defense, which we'll get into in a little bit. And he's probably never going to have a season where he, one, plays 82 games, and two, scores over 100 points as a blue liner. He had 101 points last season, including 25 goals and 76 assists. The first defenseman in almost 30 years to score over 100 points. Now look a little bit deeper into that. Was it just a one-off season? We know Eric Carlson is tremendously talented. He's going to bring an offensive upside to whatever team he goes to. But his previous two seasons weren't all that great. Combined... He played 102 games, which was 20 more than he did all of last season. He scored only 57 points in those two seasons and only 18 goals. So yes, you're certainly buying high on Eric Carlson, but he is a transcendent talent. He is a future Hockey Hall of Famer. He is the reigning Norris Trophy winner as the best defenseman in the National Hockey League. So some of the rumors that have been out there. At the draft last week, Frank Saravalli tied Pittsburgh and San Jose, not for Eric Carlson, but for Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman Jeff Petrie. 
He mentioned the Sharks are a potential landing spot for Jeff Petrie as Kyle Dubas looks to move on from the 35-year-old defenseman. On Saturday, Kyle Dubas, when speaking to the media, said, Jeff Petrie is a large part of the plan of what we're doing here in Pittsburgh going forward. It's lying season. So don't take that as it is. I wouldn't take that into account here. But the Pittsburgh Penguins trying to utilize Jeff Petrie, I don't hate that in an Eric Carlson deal. Mainly because it's going to take that salary cap to make this work at all for the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are currently about $1.5 million over the cap. Quick reminder, per NHL rules, you can be 10% over the NHL salary cap in the summer. You just have to be compliant by the time the season starts. Hence the reason the Toronto Maple Leafs are allowed to be $8 million over the cap as I sit here right now recording this. But Jeff Petrie's $6.2 million cap hit would help absorb the cap hit of Eric Carlson. It was also reported around that same time by Chris Johnston that the Sharks are willing to make Eric Carlson an $8 million player, which means they would retain a little bit over $3.5 million on the contract. Close to 30% of the deal. So that makes it a little bit more digestible for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But then, yesterday... It was rumored by David Pagnotta of the fourth period that Marcus Pedersen could become part of that trade. And that's where things become questionable to me in this pursuit of Eric Carlson. Marcus Pedersen is one of, if not your best, defensive defenseman on the roster, even after the signing of Ryan Graves. I love Ryan Graves. I think that was a great deal. It was the largest contract handed out by Kyle Dubas for a reason. The Pittsburgh Penguins needed to improve their defense. And that really was the theme of Saturday. He signed 11 players over the past three days. Now, a lot of those were AHL signings, at least half of them. I believe five of them were AHL signings, players that you probably won't see them very often at the NHL level. But all of the bottom six signings, Nolachari, Lars Eller, Matt Nieto, and then, of course, Ryan Graves to be your top-pairing left-side defenseman. Those weren't made to help the Pittsburgh Penguins score more goals. The Penguins' bottom six last season was not great at scoring goals, but what else were they bad at? Defending their own net. Clearing the puck out of their own zone. They would get hemmed in, and eventually they would get scored on, and any of the progress made by the top six would be immediately vanished by the performance of the bottom six. So you could either, as I mentioned on yesterday's review of the first day of free agency, you could either try to spend a lot of money to get a lot of scoring in the bottom six, or you could try to build it with a little bit more defensive impact in mind. And that's what Kyle Dubas did. Achari, Eller, Nieto, they're supposed to go out there not to score goals. Yes, Nolachari had 14 goals last season. Yes, Lars Eller has scored at least 10 goals in eight of his last nine seasons. But that's not the reason the Penguins acquired him. The Penguins acquired both of those guys, plus Eller, plus Graves, so they can help protect the net front and be better defensively. Yes, they brought back Tristan Jari. And yes, they overpaid him a little bit. But what else did they do? Look at the moves around it. They tried 
to make Jari's job easier. They're protecting their investment in Tristan Jari by getting more defensively responsible players. If you bring in Eric Carlson, it is not for his defense. Not to say that's a bad move. But you cannot, in that process, take away any of the current stability that you just built up defensively in front of Jari. And taking away Marcus Pedersen does exactly that. You have Graves, Pedersen, P.O. Joseph, as of right now, projected as your three on the left side. You take Pedersen out of that mix and bring Carlson in. First and foremost, I don't know how you could get away with paying that much money for a third-pairing defenseman on the right side. Because if that's the case, the right side ends up being Chris Letang at a little over $6 million, Eric Carlson at probably around $8 million or a little over, and then still Jeff Petrie. Because I guarantee you, I mean, I would say there's a very slim chance that it's Petrie and Pedersen that end up being traded in that deal. Although the Penguins do have a defensive logjam, and it wouldn't hurt them from a number standpoint, it would hurt them from an actual defensive standpoint. Look at the penalty kill. Who's going to play the penalty kill? Ryan Graves, Jan Ruda would remain on the roster at that moment. If Petrie's not traded, Petrie, I guess, can kill penalties. And Chris Letang? That's not exactly a perfect penalty kill. And look at the left side in general. Ryan Graves would probably have to play on the second pairing with Eric Carlson. Because although I like what P.O. Joseph did last season, I don't think he's ready to be a top four defenseman on any NHL team. Especially if he is being plastered next to a guy like Eric Carlson. I don't think he would be ready for that assignment defensively. So, are you comfortable with P.O. Joseph as your top pairing defenseman on the left side? Ryan Graves would likely have to play alongside Eric Carlson. And if you're alright with that, then you must be fine with it. I'm not comfortable with it. And I personally don't think the Pittsburgh Penguins are all that comfortable with it either. If they were comfortable with P.O. Joseph playing alongside Chris Letang or playing alongside Jeff Petrie, why spend $27 million to bring in Ryan Graves to put him up over Pedersen and Joseph? Unless you knew you were going to include Marcus Pedersen in that deal, I don't see the reasoning behind that. So yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Eric Carlson's not a tremendous talent, because he is. He won the Norris Trophy for a reason. He is a phenomenal offensive player. But personally to me, if it comes at the expense of a player like Marcus Pedersen, I don't like the deal. I just don't. The defense as it stands right now is Graves Latang, Pedersen Petrie, P.O. Joseph and Ruda with Chad Ruedel, Ty Smith, and Mark Friedman as your extras. Still a logjam, has been for over a year now. But if you take out Petrie and add Carlson... I don't think you're forfeiting all that much defense that Jeff Petrie brought last season when he was even healthy. And I think the offensive upside at that point outweighs any subtraction that you got from Jeff Petrie on the right side. Because also, you look at the right side, you still have Latang, who, listen, he, he's not a shutdown guy at this point by any means, but he's still pretty de good defensively. And you have Jan Ruda, whose entire game is predicated on defense. You remove... Marcus Pedersen, I think Pedersen, like I said, is right up there alongside Ryan Graves as your best defensive defenseman right now. You move him in favor of Eric Carlson, then I'm hoping there's another move coming. That's all I'm saying. 
Not to mention the fact that Eric Carlson, even though he had a great season last season, had a couple of poor years before that. And you're just hoping that last season was the rule and not the exception. Because I'm also not sure how willing you are to sell the farm for this guy. Eric Carlson is great. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not trading multiple first-round picks for Eric Carlson. You're just not in a position where you can afford to do that if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Carolina Hurricanes, if it becomes a bidding war, probably have more to give, more to offer than the Pittsburgh Penguins. If you're the Pittsburgh Penguins, you probably need a third team to be in the middle of this to even make it work. But if Eric Carlson wants to come to the Penguins and the Penguins want to do it without sacrificing any of the defensive abilities that they just built up over this weekend, they can do it without doing that without losing Marcus Pedersen, then I'm for it. But I would like to have Ryan Graves, Marcus Pedersen, and POJ as the left side of the Penguins' defense heading into training camp. And that's the reason I think the Penguins need to be a little, little wary of going all in on Eric Carlson. That's just my opinion, though. But that's going to do it for this episode. We'll have to see how it plays out. It could happen very quickly. It could be... Honestly, I'm hoping it doesn't, but it could be resolved as soon as the time I hit stop recording on this this recording here. I'm hoping it isn't, because I hate when that happens, but hey, that's how free agency works. That's how the first week of July always is around the NHL. But that's going to do it for this one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.